Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. to speak in tongues? Find out as Kenneth Copeland studies what the Word has to say about being filled with the Spirit of God. Get ready to receive today. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is for every believer. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into our Bible lesson for today. Father, we thank You today, and we praise You, and we worship You. We look to You, Holy Spirit, the One who dwells within us, the Greater One, the One that the Scripture says is greater is He that is in You than He that is in the world. You're our Teacher, and we receive Your teaching today. We receive You, and we thank You and we give praise and honor to the wonderful name of Jesus for every revelation from heaven, and we just, oh, glory be to God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles again today to our faith scripture in Mark chapter 11. In the uh, 22nd verse, Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God, or as we read Monday, have the faith of God. So it's God's faith, and it was put into you when you were born again. That was when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Spirit of God, by the grace of God, gave you His faith from the seed of the Word of God from which you were born again, not of, in, not of corruptible seed, by the Word of God. And that faith then is, just create, recreated your spirit being. That's when the Holy Spirit came to dwell in you. Now, Jesus said, and you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. So there, the, there is the Holy Spirit within because you're born of the Spirit. Glory to God. You're born from above. You're born of His Word. And, and He is in there as your teacher, your guide. And at that time, the, the, the nine uh, fruit of the Spirit were born into your human spirit when it was born again. But then the Holy Spirit comes upon you for service. Jesus said, you remember, G you know Jesus born of the Spirit of God. I mean, He was of the Spirit of God <laughs> beyond time. Amen. He and the Father are one, His Son. But in the Jordan River, He was baptized with the Holy Spirit, with water and with the Holy Spirit. And He said, John, indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. And, and he never did one miracle. He never did, he never did, he lived by faith, but he never did a miracle of any kind anywhere until after he was baptized with the Holy Spirit for service. Amen. I want you to see that. Now then, let's, let's read this. Have the faith of God, for verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be removed, be thou cast into the sea, and I doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So Jesus referred to saying three times, believing once. So, and, and what we're talking about here is the fact that you have to major on the saying part. Time, you could put it this way, you have to measure on the saying part three times more than you do on the believing part because most Christians, all of them, at one time or another heard about believing, but only a few of us compared to how many of us there are have heard anything said about the saying part. Well, uh, we've been talking about uh, yesterday and Monday, we've talked about the importance of words and we read, let the weak say I'm strong, put away from you a disobedient mouth, the tongue of the wise is health, the man will eat good by the fruit of his mouth, wholesome tongue is a tree of life, fool's mouth is his destruction, your words have been stout against me, death and life are in the power of the tongue, let the words of my mouth be acceptable, my covenant will I not break nor alter the things that have gone out of my lips, glory to God, hallelujah, and by your words you are justified, by your words you are condemned. So. The Lord had us read all those to get on our minds how big with Him words are. <laughs> Hallelujah. They're huge with Him. Anything is big with Him needs to be big with you and me. And if you check this out, be aware of this. Most of the time, all the time, if you're not New Testament taught, See, religion brainwashes. Pe people have been religiously brainwashed and know nothing about the New Testament. Jesus said your traditions, which is what religion turns into, makes the Word of God of no effect. Because you think you know what the Bible says, and all the time you don't have a clue what it says. Anyway, words are big. And you, you, be aware of this all the time. Things that mo most of the time, Things that are big to us are little to God. But the things that are big to God seem little to us. I mean, what, what, what difference would it make what I say other than when I'm praying? You, you know, oh, yeah, I understand Mark 11, 23. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you right now, that when sickness and disease try to get on me, boy, I say it. Yeah, but what are you saying the rest of the time? Oh, what does that have to do with anything? See, words began at the beginning. God released His faith in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Glory to God. And you, let's turn over there. I want to show you that when you're talking about words, 
And when you're talking about the Holy Spirit, you're talking about God. God created heaven and earth. The earth was out form and void, darkness upon the face of the deep. Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, you know, we, we talked about this some time back, but let, let's think about it again. And what if, what if God had said, well, now the Spirit is moving. I'm just turning everything over to Him because I know in His own good time there'll be light. It'd still be dark today. The Spirit of God is moving. Yeah, He's moving now. He's always moving. But nothing happened until He had the Word to work with. God said, light be light was. And God saw the light. <laughs> Glory to God. Can you see it? In the beginning, John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God the same as in the beginning with God and nothing created without created, uh, that wasn't created by Him or by His Word. So when you, when you see the combination of faith, we know from Hebrews chapter 11 that God used His faith to create the heavens and the earth. Amen. Because faith is the substance of those things hoped for. Now, you see the combination of faith, the Spirit of God, and words. Whoo! Glory to God. Now then, let's go to the sixth chapter of the book of John. John chapter 6, and I want us to look at the 63rd verse. It is the Spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you are spirit and are life. They are spirit and they are life. Say it. Jesus' words are spirit and they are life. It's big now. Say it again. Jesus' words are spirit and they are life. All right. Now let's go over to the 14th chapter of John. John chapter 14, verse 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwells within me, he does the works. He said, they're not my words. I get them from him. And now, now follow through with this, because now, see, Jesus always, always the laws of the Spirit are manifest in Him. So He believed it in His heart, in His Spirit. He said it with His mouth 
and it came to pass. How did it come to pass? What do you say? It is the Father that dwells within me. He does the works. All right. Now let's, let's go over here to the 20th chapter of John. And uh, <clears throat> verse 21, Jesus, let's look at verse 17. Oh, let's back up. We got to read more of this. We can't just butt in there. <clears throat> Verse 11, Mary stood without the sepulcher, weeping as she wept. She stooped down and looked into the sepulcher and see two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they've taken away my Lord, and I know not where they've laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have borne him hence, tell me, where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary, she turned herself. Now, wait a minute. Now, just a minute here. Back up. When she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She's supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if you've borne him hence, tell me where you've laid him, I'll take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rabbi, Master. She saw him, but she didn't, she didn't keep her eyes on him. She's weeping. She said, she said, tell me where you've laid him. He said, Mary, you see it, Mary. Oh, she recognized it when he called her name. She, she wasn't expecting to see him. And uh, I, I won't go into all that, but, but now, he said, touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, your Father, to my God and your God. Now, what happened there? He, you find it all in the book of Hebrews, he had to go present himself before the Father. Amen. And was judged righteous before God. Amen. But then, after that, he came back and <laughs> um, verse 19, then the same day at evening, see, this is in the morning. He spent the day in the, in, in, in the throne room of God. Hallelujah. And great marvelous things. Oh, oh, that's a study within itself. And it's, the, in my opinion, the greatest study in the Bible. Glory to God. 
It's all in the book of Hebrews. And, but then he came back the same day in the evening, being the first day of the week when the doors were shut, when the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had thus said, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. Why? To preach the gospel. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, did they receive the Holy Ghost? Yes, they did. They didn't receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They received that on the day of Pentecost. He told them, go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. and You'll receive power when the Holy Ghost come upon you. All right. So what happened? They were born again. Amen. Now, what are the prerequisites of being born again? Jesus had to go to the cross, go to hell, pay the price, be raised from the dead, go to the Father, amen. And he did all that and came back. And then you have to believe in your heart that he's raised from the dead. Well, they certainly believed that they had, and, and confess him as Lord. They'd already confessed him as Lord. Amen. What about the two disciples that were on the way to Emmaus? They were walking along there and Jesus walked up to them. And he, they said, haven't you heard about what happened in Jerusalem? They crucified him and all that. And, and then he, he, he began to expound to them out, out, out of the, the first testament, the first covenant. And they, he began to talk to them from Moses. He began to talk to them and, and about himself, see. Oh, and, and, and they said later, didn't our hearts burn in us? What was happening? They're getting born again because they got the word on it. And when they, they, they sat down to, to supper and he prayed over the food and they recognized him, glory to God, yeah, woo-hoo-hoo. Well, their, their heart was burning with the word of God. What happened? They got born again. Did they receive the Holy Ghost? Well, certainly you can't get the Holy Ghost. You can't get born again without the Holy Ghost. That's the infilling. That is the, in, that is the Holy Spirit within. In. Now listen to me carefully here. On the day of Pentecost, all of them had been born again. He appeared in one place to 500 at once. He appeared to, to all of those 120 that were in that upper room. All of them. All of them believed in their heart that he'd been raised from the dead and they'd already confessed him as Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came and they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now I'm bringing all that up because we're still talking about words here. And Jesus said, my words are not my own. He said, my words are spirit and they are life. They're the Word of God. Well, see, you and I can speak the Word of God with the same authority that He spoke it when He was here on earth. 
That's what he was doing is teaching us how to minister and how to live. So how, how do you move over in an area where you're only speaking mental words? Um, that comes with the baptism with the Holy Spirit, speaking with other tongues. Well, now, Brother Copeland, you, is, that, is that for everybody? It's for everybody that's born again. Now, let's notice again here, um, well, I'll tell you what. We were in the 14th chapter, John. Let's, let's go back over there. I want, I, want to, I want you to see something here concerning that. Um, verse 16, I will pray the Father, he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. I want to read that to you from the Amplified Translation because I want you to see I want you to hear these words. He will send you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate or lawyer, strengthener and standby and he will remain with you forever. Now then, even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. They can't receive him because it, they, they can't see him. It seeth him not, neither knows him. Now the world can receive the new birth. They can, they can get born again, born of the Spirit and the Spirit dwelling within them but they can't get baptized in the Holy Ghost because they can't see Him. Can you see the difference here? Now then, um, and He, uh, but you know Him, for He dwells with you. How was He dwelling with them? Because He was in Jesus. So the Spirit of God was with them. They were under His influence all the time. They were ministering in the authority and power of the Spirit, but they were ministering under Jesus' anointing. And Jesus Himself said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me. And they were working under His anointing. He said, He's, he's, he's with you, but He's going to be in you. When? When you get born again, and that happened in the 20th chapter of the book of John. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then they were baptized in the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. Now then, oh, we're out of time. I'll be back in a minute. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.